you did about the shit you recommend I would love to move a time so I don't understand How I'm feeling so much more than what I have coming in Try to get some credit, I'll borrow from a friend I best but I can get a paycheck and bits again It was a goodbye, goodbye It was a goodbye, goodbye It took so long to get here I think I'll leave it all behind I spent all my money I've got nothing left to Goodbye, goodbye a podcast where we discuss the triumphs and tribulations of being a consumer and determine if it was a goodbye or you should say goodbye to it. We're your hosts, Noel And Chris. Um, Noel, I have a twofer to review, and I hope that doesn't count as like cheating. I don't want to no. um, stiff you of getting a good review in. Off, Please. Off the bat. Okay. Do a twofer. Okay. This... So I, I guess I don't know your feelings on sugary, bubbly drinks. Um, mostly anti. Mm-hmm. Is that just like for health reasons or you never liked them or? I mean, obviously they're delicious. Yeah. Um, so it's mostly for health reasons. And honestly, they do kind of make me the like carbonation. I guess you didn't mm-hmm. say that they're carbonated. Well, In bubbly, mind, yeah, carbonated. sugary, bubbly drinks. Bubbly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. You said the carbonate. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, carbonation always makes me feel like a little bit gross. Um, mm. I don't know. Mostly, I drink entirely water. Um, I used to drink like about half water and half tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's which is mostly water. Much... It's just like bitter water. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, Sometimes I mean, sugar. But I had milk with my oh, okay. tea. You know. So yeah. I mean, yeah. And, but now I've transitioned pretty much entirely to, I pretty much exclusively drink water. <laughs> oh, wow. You're a hydro homie then. I guess. Um, okay. I didn't know that's what I was called, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not about labels on it. Um, I wanted to specifically talk about the sugary bubbly drink of Coca-Cola. Ah, okay. Which is a rich history and strong brand uh, internationally. And um, well, strong opinions that it's they do. definitely better than Pepsi. Yeah, or vice versa, right? Like, um, yeah. and that, I remember that being a very big deal when I was a kid because I had some cousins who were definitely Pepsi people, and I was like, no, Coke all the way, inject yeah. it directly into my veins, please. Yeah. Um, I mean, I loved it as a kid. My mom would every once in a while buy it, and mm-hmm. then as we got older, we would demand it. You know, yes. as children are ought to do. Yeah. Um off to do to do anyway um is it odd or is it oft i don't know i i my instinct is to say ought but i think is is maybe right i have no idea yeah this is a learning (laughs) process for everybody to a promising start yeah um (laughs) anyway yeah maybe it is oft i don't know Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I I don't know. No, it's fine. I just don't know. I wish I knew (laughs) so I didn't sound like an idiot. Um, But yeah, so we, so I liked it as a kid and I liked it as an adult. I had, I don't drink it very often because yeah, the sugariness kind of makes me feel ugh. And Mm -hmm. um, it's not great for you, obviously. Bad for your teeth, bad for your bones with the, um, was it the 
phosphoric acid, mm-hmm. uh, bad for your calcium in your bones. Um, all the sugary bad bits, bad for your diabetes. Yeah. Um, how do you prefer to say that word? Diabetes? Diabetes? Diabetes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We just watched that goddamn uh, thing. What's that? The dialect. Yeah. Across the country. Yeah. Um, I, Chloe sent me a quiz like from the New York Times or somebody about like what you say and where your regional dialect is from. And hers was pretty spot on. But mine was a big spread. It was like from uh, Tacoma to Buffalo, which makes me think I have some of that northern city. I can, Red I can kind see of. that with you. Yeah. I don't know where huh. I got it from. Maybe just yeah. watching Fargo too many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, Man, you should send me that if you have it. Yeah, Chloe probably still does. Um, anyway, Coca-Cola. Yes. Delicious on your tongue. Bad for every other part of your body. <laughs> you know, I would argue that Coca-Cola is not delicious. Like yeah. on, on the list of like bubbly drinks that I want mm-hmm. to drink. It is, mm-hmm. it's not on that list. It's not on like, that list. Like root beer, Dr. Pepper, mm-hmm. I can get on board with. Maybe yeah. even like a, like a Fresca or like a ginger ale. Mm-hmm. All of those would potentially be tempting to me. Right. If someone offered me a Coca-Cola and said, this is free, drink it. I would not drink it. <laughs> so get the fuck out of here. No, thanks. And throw it down on the ground really hard. Yeah. Um, that's probably the better thing to do, uh, except they're one of the world's, you know, largest I know. polluters. Yeah. That has got to be. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're one of the most like popular drinks. Oh, um, yeah, that too. It's yeah, it's a complicated thing. And I th- I'm sure it's an unpopular opinion to think that Coca-Cola is not that good, but it just is not that good in my opinion. Yeah, I mean that's I think I it's my favorite of all of the sugary bubbly drinks. Um, really? Yes, absolutely 100%. But the problem okay. is is Tell me why? I don't I it's just Hard better. To quantify. Okay. It's, it, well, okay. I it I don't know. There's a whole experience to it. It's like there's How sharp. It and I like the sharpness. But like not as sharp as Dr. Pepper. I don't like Dr. Pepper that much. You don't. I oh, I'll okay. deal with it. I mean, if that's what you got, that's what you got. Like Coca-Cola but is your top. Top tier. But the thing is. Like more is than the, root beer? Easily more than root beer. Root beer can be in my toilet for all I care. Oof, um, okay. And, I mean, yeah, anything. Any, any, any. It's the top. Soda. It's okay. my favorite soda. Even and, like fancy shit like uh, well, San Pellegrino or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, San Pellegrino, I, I guess I sort of count that, you know. But it's not. No, I would. It's not nearly as if i could get like a mexican coke Uh over any of those things absolutely 100 percent. but here is the rub noel and this is why this is a twofer Mm -hmm. is the coca-cola corporation is a horrible fucking monster Mm -hmm. and they are one of the world's leading polluters um a study from a Nonprofit. I've fucking wrote it down, but <laughs> can't remember it was offhand. Um, they did a huge thing where they picked up like um, nearly like three hundred some odd thousand pieces of uh, plastic trash mm-hmm. littering the world, and fifteen like thousand plus were Coke bottles. Whoa! Yeah, and so and like they encompass like Nestle and PepsiCo are the second and third 
biggest mm-hmm. polluters of that group that they counted and Coke eclipsed both of them combined. Um, I mean, th- and that's weird too, because Pepsi and Nestle both and Nestle's a piece of shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like a corporation goes, they're terrible. But um, Pepsi is also like, they're both into like food, like snacky stuff too. So that's saying, mm-hmm. I mean, Coke is predominantly just beverages um, at this point. Do you yeah. Your You're blinking like a lot. Oh, sorry. I don't oh, think no. so. Maybe I, I just do. thought it was like the light or something. Anyway, um, <laughs> the my foot fell asleep. Um, that's what you get for sitting on the ground. Um, so like I and this is going to sound a little kooky because I can't remember it. And searching on the Internet, I could not find anything to verify this. But I remember watching it was either like Democracy Now or Frontline or something. And it was like over 10 years ago. I remember seeing a thing about Coke in Africa buying water rights in this area and charging people like just to get money out, like the money from this river or stream that they normally would drink out of. And and then they would charge people for like, you know, there would be like a like a like how they would be like a coin operated like tap thing that they would have to flow water out of. Oh, geez. Okay. And, but then like in the stores, it's a river, right? Well, like, but it would be like to filtered water or maybe it was like groundwater or something like that. Like they had wells or something like that. And then that would make more sense, right? You can't stop, stop a river. river. Yeah. Yeah. They would, but then like in the stores, like Coca-Cola would be cheaper than Dasani Coke's water brand. So it was, I mean, I don't know. And then, so I couldn't find anything to back that up, but I very vividly remember watching it and being outraged and not drinking Coke for a while and then completely forgetting about it. And then being like, Hey, a Coke. Cool. Thanks. Delicious. Delicious. (laughs) And then, so, and I knew that they'd done some dodgy stuff and I wanted to look this up more. And so in Colombia in the late eighties and early nineties, Um, there was a bottling plant for Coca-Cola and several, so they tried to unionize, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, several people died. Um, even more people, uh, went into hiding and people also, uh, had, uh, their lives threatened. Like, so like eight people died. The Coca-Cola corporation. Yeah. Basically, I mean, or their bottling company or somebody for them, like their hands are clean as far as like legal goes. And like even Columbia was like, no, it wasn't them. And Coke is saying like, oh, Columbia is just a violent place. But these were like union agitators, you know, Mm -hmm. and Coca-Cola has tried to like because it's such a huge brand. And there's a whole history of why they shouldn't be trusted. And why corporations like this probably shouldn't be trusted or given just goodwill just because they've got a dope ass product product that you know enjoy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like is because they like, I mean, Coca-Cola has actively done this bullshit like from the jump, like mm-hmm. um, back in the day. And there's a great through line uh, NPR podcast about this. It's called the uh, litter myth. Um, and they talk about how I'm going to open up my notes for this because Real important. Oh yeah, how corporations have tried to put the onus on on individuals rather on than individuals the, their rather production. Than yes. yes, yes, yeah. The Keep America Beautiful campaign. Yes, an organization. Yep. Coca Cola is the like biggest funder of that, if not the primary funder of that. 
Oh, and they wow. did that because people like it was like Vermont or something was about to file or like put up like really big legislature for um, so that to curb like production of certain things. Mm-hmm. And so Coke back in the day said, oh, well, we'll just do it ourselves. It's the self-policing idea. Yeah. You know, that corporations can keep themselves accountable, but they fucking don't because they're not there to be their motivation is to make more money. Yeah, it's hard to see. It's hard to think like to do any kind of future planning when you are making a lot of money and the thing you are doing is making you a lot of money. And if you try and package your things more sustainably or have Mm -hmm. your plants work in a more sustainable way. Like it just is difficult to motivate people because that costs money. Mm -hmm. Well, then you got a lot of voices, right? And a lot of some voices are saying we need to do this better. And some voices saying "Mm, we can make it look like we're doing better and we can still be making our margins can be still much better. Mm -hmm. Like they have that. um, They've had to deal with some like state accountability in um, India where, but like not to the degree in which I think everybody is satisfied because mm-hmm. they're trying to expand in India and they have apparently in some of the areas they've been, they've completely like damaged or like they've messed up the groundwater supply for farmers and local populace. And they, and, but then they do these, you know, they do these things like we're going to invest all this money into, you know, these developing areas and we're going to put this much money into developing better groundwater systems or something like that. But it's just kind of like window dressing so that they can carry on. Yeah. So they can Mm -hmm. appease whoever and then just carry on their bullshit. The same thing, like, I mean, shit like the union stuff happened in Guatemala too. And in the nineties, I guess in Atlanta, they had a huge um, lawsuit um, with uh, black employees uh, claiming there was a class action lawsuit claiming like it was about like 2000 people or so claiming that they were kept at the bottom rung of the Coca-Cola company, you know, like in manufacturing and couldn't find a way up the ladder um, because they were black. And then the majority of the people at the top were white. So that's infuriating. Yeah. And I think Coke, I mean, subsequently, they have tried to do things to make things like they're doing stuff like they did the plant bottles, which had like 30 percent plant material in them. And that looked cool. But like you learn pretty quickly, like, oh, but these are the motherfuckers who try. They they hoisted the we need to all pitch in and recycle and stuff, even though recycling is somewhat of a sham as far as plastics go, mm-hmm. because, you know, they're only so recyclable and even the recycling process is rather noxious to the environment. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, plastic at, I mean, what plastic is, it doesn't ever biodegrade. No, so yeah. you're, you know, the best Just thing you can do forever. is make a giant brick out of it and build houses, I guess. Yeah. Um, but so uh, fuck them. And I'm okay not drinking my favorite bubbly drink in the entire world because this corporation is a goddamn monster. And maybe, um, I don't know, maybe that will, maybe I'll get into the uh, the game of homemade sodas or something. And yeah, I can get, get, get some a soda stream. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, like coca leaves are, like, I think you can have the plant, right? The only drug plant that is illegal to have is marijuana. But I think I you can have coca and um, it's not illegal. Like, you mm. just can't process it into cocaine, obviously. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Well, I did Goodbye. not, yeah, I did not know any of those 
things about the Coca-Cola Corporation. I mean, I I think probably if you would have like asked me to guess whether they were a good corporation or not, I think it would be a safe bet to guess they are not a good corporation for any yeah. corporation that exists. Right. Yeah. Um, but it it seems like they have done some particularly shitty things. So um I am pleased with my I mean, <laughs> me disliking the taste of it Your is instincts, like not at right. all. You knew like... you could taste the corruption and bullshit yeah. going on. It was too sharp. Yeah. Those fuckers. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I'm interested to hear, I, I don't know. I, I think it's really easy to, there's so much content that people can consume that it's interesting to see big corporations like, they can have kind of like shitty news stories about them, but can quickly recover because mm-hmm. the attention span is just so shortened. Um, yeah. And I, I would say that like, well, they can I hammer would, us. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, they can yeah, hammer yeah. us with shit all the time. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And although I would guess like, just because I think all corporations are kind of bad um although i would guess that coca-cola is a bad like has done bad things Mm -hmm. um i think that if i were to just think about their image i would say like oh yeah they do cool things like they have like cool ad campaigns and you know so their marketing (laughs) team is doing a good job um (laughs) santa claus kills union agitators in (laughs) colombia i guess yeah (laughs) Yeah, I um when you initially mentioned the that they collected like a bunch of trash and um I was going to ask you something along the lines of the through line because I know that I I think that like individuals are very small contributors mm-hmm. compared to corporations so mm-hmm. it's interesting to know that they are one of the driving forces behind that um i also say goodbye to yeah. it um yeah i also think that this is totally an aside but supposedly mexican coke is not a real thing it used uh, to be is it not uh, anymore it used to be a measurable difference but supposedly it, it is not at all it's very difficult to tell whether it's different and it's most likely not there's oh an interesting i mean Johnny there's a bit oh well there's a big video. difference is it's in a glass bottle and it's made with real sugar rather than yes not the truth That's not, not the, the truth anymore. it's corn it's corn syrup now Yes, according well, to fine. this John I'm not, video. That's fine. I, I I'm not as heartbroken as I would have been if I was not didn't just read a bunch of bullshit that they did. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, it's it's just a mind game that the glass bottle is playing on you that makes yeah. you think it tastes different and better. But supposedly it's uh, yeah, not the case anymore. Well, so goodbye. Goodbye. I mean, all of it. We're done. And, the thing is, too, is they're so sneaky about it, mm-hmm. which makes it seem like they're just ultimately distrustful. Yeah. You know, like dishonest and super dishonest. Why just yeah. be, like it, I mean, of I course, know. they're There's out a, for themselves. They're a corporation, but it just like really makes you feel like they're out for themselves. And it's mm-hmm. like, it sucks. Shit. <laughs> why is it that way? Like, why? Why can't we be cool? Yeah. Like, why can't a different group of people making money realize Oh, this sucks for everybody but us. Yeah. And then when they get caught 
instead of like backpedaling and trying to create some other bullshit just to make them look good or it's not their fault or like, you know, bend the law in their way, they can just, I don't know. I'm expecting them to have some sort of Ebenezer Scrooge moment where they realize, oh, we're being dickheads and we need Mm to stop being dickheads. I, but yeah, how, how does this happen? Can just can we just clone Dan Price and he be the CEO of every company? <laughs> can we do that? Yeah, it it is upsetting to I think people can kind of forget that they are part of humanity and um that sometimes you need to not focus as much on your self-interest or your corporation's interests. Um in it, order for humanity to thrive. <laughs> is it because humanity is too abstract, I guess, of a concept or is it I just think it like, is. I, I mean, the, the culture of corporations like, or like, you know, corporate culture or capitalist culture, right. Is, is cutthroat, right. Greed is good. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It just sucks. so bad. Yeah. I, I mean, people don't need more reminders of the coronavirus pandemic, but I think that, it has shown like both the best bits of humanity with like the ingenuity and quick turnaround time on Mm. creating a vaccine and also some of the worst bits where people Mm. are just distrustful and out for themselves and Mm. refuse to wear a mask because they think it's taking away their individual freedom when really they're just showing everyone that they don't care about anyone but themselves. Well, and they're also (laughs) getting very bad information on Facebook. Yeah. About, you know, I, man, I heard a crazy one that the the vaccine is making children infertile. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like anybody can put any of this bullshit on Anyone the Internet and it sucks. Look at us. And then, uh, well, yeah. But I mean, we're not purposely misleading just for fucking likes. We tell everyone that we don't. We, yeah. There, we've got this. It's pretty obvious when you listen to us for. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to know things, but it's fucking tough because you have corporations who won't shoot, you know, straight with you. And then yeah. honestly, like I, I, it was weird too, because when I started looking this up, granted, I looked on at Google and I'm, you know, Google's had a lot of problems with, you know, ad favorability or like certain yes. corporations, you know, like they've been mm-hmm. sued, in the, sued in the EU and whatnot. But like I could, it was, it was hard and it makes sense. Like it would be hard to independently find this shit out about coca-cola hmm. you know i found like a pretty good paper somebody did from auburn university um but it was mostly like a business marketing like write-up about coca-cola and it was done probably about 10 years ago hmm. um and it was kind of optimistic actually it was like they had all these crises and stuff but i maybe okay. i'll try and uh, link it in the show okay. notes that's okay. something people cool. do that yeah. are legitimate podcasts. Yeah. Um, Link the dialect survey too, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. That was good. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll try and find that again. Um, yeah, I don't, it's just, it sucks because I don't know. And I think that's, you know, one of the bigger problems in our culture right now is that it's so much easier to just feed people lies than for us to be, you know, confronted with the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it's a difficult truth. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like people respond better to difficult truths than, mm-hmm. I mean, the light, you know, you can stretch it out. But anyway. Yeah. Goodbye. 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 Bye, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola.
and all your. Can you imagine like playing basketball like really hard and then just chugging a Sprite? How fucking awful that would be. Anything besides water sounds upsetting. Like the carbonation (laughs) would fucking burn like going down. If it was like ice cold Sprite, you're just fucking sprinting, doing any sports. That sounds horrible. Chugging a fucking Sprite. Yeah, geez. Yikes. Um, Okay, well, Chris, I want to know your opinion on your Dyson, like, handheld wall-mounting vacuum. Um, I like it. Um, I hear a little Albus back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you could hear him or not. He <laughs> is meowing in indignation oh. about something. Funny. Um, I like, uh, I like it. Um, it is so far, it's not crapped out. So it is the most powerful, best vacuum I've had in my tenure on this planet. Months, maybe a few months. I don't know. Um, I did not mark the occasion. Chloe when she bought it. So I would also guess a few months. Yeah. It was on sale. About six, maybe less. I, th- I don't know. It's hard to tell, I guess. It's all been kind of like a time warp what staying is time? at home. And what is time yeah. indeed? Um, it's relative. It's been almost a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. It's less than a year, greater than three months, probably. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. I, it has the battery life is pretty good. That was the only thing I was really worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I vacuumed my house with it, I put it on the maximum suction mode. Yeah. And that killed the battery pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while to charge the battery, which is a bummer. Um, and as far as I can tell, it's not like a detachable battery and it doesn't have like a dock. You just plug it in. So it's not like a power tool, like you could have multiple batteries or something. Okay. Um, yes. So, like, like you mount something on the wall, though, and you like put it into its little holster, right? Right. Yes. I have not mounted the holster, though. Oh, okay. Um, we've just been plugging in it downstairs. Um, oh, okay. But. It, I was going to ask where you guys had it mounted, just for no, my own curiosity. There, <laughs> well, there, there have been aspirations of running a new uh, Romex line down into this side closet that we have the rest of our brooms and stuff in that we normally yeah. keep it in. And then just having it, you know, mounted right there. Nice. But have not done that. Well, um, you know. You know, things eventually. to look forward to. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the battery life is the only thing I'm concerned about, like... It would be nice if I had a removable battery because then, like, if the battery shorts out, you know, you've got to buy a whole dang new vacuum vacuum. again. Yeah. Yeah. And it just starts to be unable to charge. Right. Exactly. Um, And batteries do that. Um, I don't know exactly the chemical physical processes of, oh, there's a cat, Um, (laughs) of what exactly is going on with batteries. Um, I know that electrons are want to migrate out of systems and, um, and there's something probably do with alkaline. I mean, well, I guess they're ion, they're lithium ion right now. Right. So yeah. Like um, so. I have I, no I, idea how batteries work. Yeah, I have just Sorry, a very rough. No, it's okay. <laughs> I have a very rough understanding of batteries. Um, but anyway, so uh, but I yeah, I guess in my anecdotal experience, battery life tends to deplete over yes. time, right? Like just batteries, totally. just agreed. Things decay. That's the way of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
that is probably not the best aspect of its design, though. Um, you know, this has made me think of the shit that they're passing in the EU right now, which I think is awesome, is they are um, it's like right to repair. So new products are supposed to last 10 years minimum and it come with repair manuals. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. Isn't that like think about an iPhone and like the forced obsolescence there and like but like it's It's meant to last 10 years. Yeah. Or like, I mean, yeah, anything. The forced obsolescence is the most frustrating thing. Yeah. Having a 10 year and repair manual, that is fucking dope, right? That is so cool. Yeah. It's so awesome. And that's great too because, but yeah, because I think there have been, you know, suits, I think even from Apple, like not letting other people repair their shit. Like you've got to be certified or whatever so they can kind of control the pipeline of it. But if it's like meant that, you know, and the EU is like the third largest economic block right in the world so like that's a huge chunk yeah that's a huge yeah so that's incredible i hope we adopt something like that in the states and the rest of the world because we need to cut waste and shit out of Mm -hmm. our lives just to throw a thing yeah just you know yeah i mean i like it i guess sorry in summation (laughs) no you're good yeah yeah my first exposure to it was, um, a house I was staying in for a few months, um, had, a. I don't know how old it was, but, mm. um, he let us use it. And, Oh, this is the weird landlord guy kind of yeah, pseudo roommate. Yeah, right. Yeah. With I've the pizza stone. Before. Yeah. The pizza stone, man. Back at it. A, also had a Dyson. Um, and a nice dog, as I recall. Oh, the nicest dog. I hope uh, dog's doing well. <laughs> excellent. Um, yeah. Anyways, the um, he had this vacuum and I would use it on the like full suction mode because I want I full, want suction. full suction. Yeah. Why have the option? That's what I want. Just go full blast. Because like, yeah, knowing that I'm just superficially vac. Granted, it is a better vacuum than any other vacuum I've had on regular mode. But yeah. knowing that there's that full blast max, I could be getting more. Eat that dirt up, yeah. like yeah. Suck it. Suck it up. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I would always use it on that mode, and I I think probably his he'd had it for a while, but I don't know how frequently. But mm. he like never used it because he had like a cleaning lady, anyways. Mm. It's a whole thing. I used it right. and it would die very quickly. Like I couldn't even do like I would just do our room and like mm-hmm. the like shared spaces and mm-hmm. um, like living room and kitchen it wasn't a lot of space. And um, I would have to charge it like midway. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it takes forever to charge. Yeah. Like the fully charge. It takes like five hours or something. Yeah. And unruly. so. That was upsetting to me because it was like I was vacuuming very little square footage and mm-hmm. um, we have a Dyson. My, my parents have a Dyson, but that like has a cord that you right. have to use plugged into the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I I guess I've, I've used um, the Dyson that our sister in law has at their house that is, I think they've got the just a bit better model than we have or something it's like yeah something that is also the like they got the, pet, the extra uh, yeah. battery situation right. um and 
I would say the lightness of the vacuum is like very nice. Like doing mm-hmm. stairs is such a hassle. Oh with yeah. Our yeah. Plugged in vacuum. It, it's like, a goddamn dream with the. Well, yeah, cordless. it is like, it's mm-hmm. so like I am in good shape. Mm-hmm. I work out and yet I am so tired after. Yeah. You ruin your fucking back, like lugging <laughs> yeah. it up, like pushing it. Like, and it's never like it fits very well. Like even yeah. the Dyson with the rollerball, like the full size one. It does, very yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. And so I would say vacuuming stairs is like a dream as you mm-hmm. say. Um, however, and this may just because I never have actually owned one of these, but it's my understanding that you you have to continually hold the trigger in order for it to yes it is not as cumbersome as you would think because it is really light and the trigger is not really like spring-loaded or anything you know it's not like a spray can or something where you'll wear out your hand it's a pretty light push i know that it's pretty light i've done a decent bit of vacuuming with this type of vacuum Uh mm-hmm and I don't know if I'm just like so intent on vacuuming or what, but I just like crush the trigger. Like I just am holding it like in my yeah. mind in order for right. the vacuum. The harder you, the harder to... you pull, the better it sucks. Yes. Exactly. This sounds, yeah. I'm going to retract. Sounds not good. But yeah. <laughs> exactly. The harder you pull, the harder it sucks. Right. Yes. Um, Everybody knows exactly what we're talking about. We just took that snippet. Yes. Just wanted to repeat it for everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that bit is really frustrating to me. Like it seems like there should be some kind of like locking mechanism that they could have on the trigger that just like, if they added that, I think the vacuum would be like, besides the like worries with the battery, like uh-huh. the trigger is the thing that is holding me back from buying it. It is so frustrating to me. Like, I hate that you have to hold the trigger the whole time. Do you think that, that like, because the Dyson is one of those companies that are like, we're on the edge of, I don't know yes. what accent that is. But <laughs> they definitely have an accent. It's not right, that one. <laughs> it's not that one. It's definitely a British accent. Yes. Um, but they're, like, they're high engineered, you know, like. Yes. They're yeah. in a peak of engineer this vacuum, of engineering this vacuum is. Suction never stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether you also want it or accent. not, Mr. Bond. Um, but it does if you let go of the trigger. <laughs> if you slightly let go of the trigger. Yes. <laughs> Who is this man? Um, (laughs) So, okay. But do you think like they're holding off because like those are pretty obvious engineering like things like the battery life, obnoxious. You don't buy a vacuum just to use half the time you need a vacuum. No. You need an extra battery. The fact that it can't remove and just like just everybody does that with that. That has been around with like drills and power tools for ever. Yeah. Like to get a corded drill is like the like an antique like yeah. it's so crazy do they make them you anymore should, i have no idea i don't know you i mean i think maybe like I, I maybe if they were like really high voltage like you i don't know you don't need that it, yeah that's a drill press that's a yeah. big old thing yeah i don't know but anyway so like why not with this vacuum like yeah. the battery is well, not so big you should definitely make this. the battery replaceable yes and it, apparently in, you know, European Union, it will be. Yeah. Or it will be well, repairable. This is a tangent, but like, 
I used to like exclusively buy like a 50 or $70 phones, like really cheap phones that the mm-hmm. back comes off and you can mm-hmm. replace the battery yourself. And yeah. You can do your SIM cards and stuff around and yeah, anything. And I recently uh, like within the last year moved up to a Google pixel, which mm-hmm. you cannot open the backup on mm-hmm. and I just, why do I people mean, insist on not? You could, Noel, if you really <laughs> No, actually, Theo had to get his battery replaced and they had to, like, take the screen off, like, in order to access the battery. Jesus you had to, like, Christo. yeah. And so it, I, I, I fucking hate this move towards not, like, making batteries replaceable. Mm-hmm. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I cut you off. What were you saying about the Dyson vacuum? Um, Oh, just kind of like they, I, I, it kind of makes me think like they're doing the Dolby and the eighties thing where like they have a better technology, but they're holding off on it so they can milk the rest of the product that they have out. Mm -hmm. Like they might've been like, Oh, we could do these upgrades like right now and just make it the fucking king of vacuums. I mean, it's already kind of the king of vacuums, right? Like it is when you think what's the best vacuum out there. Dyson. Probably because of their all their good marketing and people say, wow, max suction, dope. Yeah. Like, um, but like, yeah, like they need replaceable batteries. They need, a, so yeah, the option where you don't have to hold the trigger down. Yeah. Because like, what if you have, yeah, like what if you have um, arthritis or something? It could even, like it could even be one of those like pop out, like you push it in and then you have to like double click yeah. it. To yeah, 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 yeah. It would be Absolutely. so easy to implement. Yeah. And I know they must have some kind of like QA customer service yeah. like thing that it has to go through before it is released. Mm-hmm. And I do not, I, I think you, like, I don't know how someone wouldn't think of that if they had like used it to actually vacuum a house. You know, Maybe I other if, people don't smash the trigger like I do. Yeah. Well, I wonder if this is one of those things too, where they, um, it's kind of like you maybe the more expensive versions have these maybe yeah billy bobs which is also a thing we should probably get into at some point yeah um i think it was there's a like a woody guthrie thing where he talks about um god i'm gonna butcher the shit out of this right now and i wanted to do, <laughs> do better research on it like a while ago but totally forgot to but and i'm pretty sure it's woody guthrie um or somebody of his ilk where they talked mm-hmm. about um working in a mine or something and um like you could buy the really cheap shoes right or you could buy the five dollar shoes but to, that would last a lot longer yeah but to buy the five dollar shoes you would have to save up like you couldn't it would be like your mm-hmm. whole paycheck for like a month or something like that yeah but well, you could you could buy the really cheap shoes but they would wear out really fast and you end up what ends up happening is you end up needing to keep buying the cheap shoes whereas if you saved okay. up and bought the $5 shoes it would have lasted a lot longer mm-hmm. but you, you end up paying a lot now. more you need the shoes now and you end up paying over time a lot more for the cheap yeah. shoe and that's how I they mean, keep you in fucking poverty it's like rental or it's like insurance. Like you get yeah. such a deal if you pay your insurance six months in advance, mm-hmm. but like it is just gatekeeping for yep. people mm-hmm. that are making minimum wage mm-hmm. and yep, it's shitty. <laughs> it is shitty. And there should be legislation about that. It should be yeah. just because what the company is just making money off people who are in a bad situation. You're taking yeah. advantage of people. 
Well, and that thing is only benefiting people that like, like it's not, it's not a choice between like, Oh, like I have like the people don't have that amount of money to spend on it. It's not Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I can definitely get this better deal, but I'm just going to pay month to month. Like, mm. yeah, nobody does that. No one would does that. No, so it is only making yeah. rich people like richer. And well, yeah, it's punishing yeah. the poor and it's fucking yes. up their credit. Right. Because you can't get your shit straight if it's you have to pay terrible. all this extra stuff all the time and you're just leeching. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It's terrible. Yeah. The yeah. Everything's backwards yeah. in this country. It is. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I think probably you are right. And that Dyson is um, to some extent, yeah, maybe saving it for, I mean, I don't know, maybe they're saving it for higher end models or maybe, maybe they just need to listen to our podcast. Maybe they didn't figure it out. For real. Dyson, listen up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but I mean, yeah. it's a good buy for the most part. I, I yeah. like it. I mean, it's, it's for how expensive it was. It was kind of a big chunk. It was like, over 200 bucks yeah but it was kind of the the same issue you know like we've spent less money on other vacuums and they've crapped out pretty quickly Mm -hmm. you know and i was tired of like low-key repairing them constantly yeah like we had one that we got for our wedding i think and i had to repair it several times and it was Mm -hmm. a pretty big electrical problem just kept happening and it just and i don't know if just my chops for fixing it we're not that good not but, there or yeah. just you know or it was a piece of shit probably both yeah, yeah. i mean i think it's i maybe say goodbye to it you'd say goodbye to the dyson i i mean not all dysons like i do like our dyson i think mm-hmm. of like think my complaint, stairs noel i know my complaint <laughs> is the stairs i mean but, if you lived in a bungalow no biggie have that quarter yeah. vacuum Totally. I, I think though, like if you live in a house that has stairs mm-hmm. and you want to vacuum your whole house on the like high suction mode, you can't do it the way no, the Dyson is. No, you can't. You can't. No, because it'll that, die in like 20 is, minutes. It's like real short. It yeah. might. Yeah. That is a huge flaw to me. Like, yeah, it is. There is like battery technology is improving Decently rapidly, I would say. Mm-hmm. Another decently. <laughs> decently, yep. recently, decently rapidly. Love those. <laughs> um, what, are you, what are you bouncing between? Is it an exponential growth or is it linear growth? Or <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just didn't. I don't know that it's like super fast. But yeah. Yeah. Decently rapidly. Decently rapidly. <laughs> Everyone knows that time measurement, Chris. <laughs> it's decently. It's commonly used. <laughs> yeah. I was reading this this uh, paper on discrete time crystals the other day, and they definitely mm-hmm. had the abbrevi- abbrevi- abbreviation <laughs> DR, which is decently rapidly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the more you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, yeah. Anyways, that is a fatal flaw for me um, that they don't have a removable battery or like. So a like, future model that would have that you would you would sign up for. I would be into it. A yeah. future mod- the future model for me to be into it would have to have a locking a way to lock the trigger and would have to have either a removable battery or something. Also, I don't understand why 
I mean, maybe Dyson does have this model. I did no research for this except mm-hmm. for the living that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and... a lot of research. <laughs> um, That's the most important research. <laughs> I don't know why they don't just have like a vacuum that is as light as like, I guess it must be battery size, but I don't know why they don't have a vacuum that is as light as the like mounting one mm-hmm. that. The canister is also a lot smaller, you know. I know. I would totally take the, like, thing you have, though, Mm. if it had a corded option. Like, if Mm. I could just plug it in and it would be You know, yeah. Like, what if you had the option of, like, and I don't think you can do this, where you can plug it in and vacuum with it plugged in while it's charging. Like, Yes. I guess I haven't tried that. Maybe it does work. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll do some real-life research. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Um, On the assumptions that I have that you have to wait for it to charge and that there's no way to lock the trigger, I say mm -hmm. goodbye to it. Do you think, Noel, in the very real possibility that we get crazy famous from this podcast? It's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. Like five people. They all love it. They told us. Um, Your mom mom. told her brother and he said, go pro. Yeah. And we're doing it, Charlie, just for you. Um, The, do you think, would you take a Dyson sponsorship and have the signature model Dyson, the Noel model that has the push button and, uh, like, would I let them battery encoded? Yeah. And maybe have your face on it. Like at the bottom, like it looks like you're chomping up dirt. Oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> and the engine makes the <laughs> the engine makes your voice sound while you <sighs> Oh my god, a hundred percent. That sounds amazing. I don't okay. know why they don't have themed vacuums. <laughs> why don't oh my they? god. Scared it's like my dog brave little away. toaster. Such a scary vacuum. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I am 100% on board. Dyson, sponsor me. Make a vacuum out of me, please. (laughs) I said make a vacuum out of me. Very good. Um, I don't have anything else prepared. um, And I'm going to try to not say like a director or a filmmaker. Because I've been doing that too much. Um, I have other things if you want. Yeah, you go for it. Maybe I'll think of something. Okay. While you're, no, I'll be very polite and listen. And then, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Um, I think this will be a fairly quick review. I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. Hmm? We're never short winded. Um, (laughs) I don't think that that's a saying, but we're never short winded. um, I think it's good. Yeah. I like it. It is. What is the, what's the antithesis of verbose? Is it, I mean, terse, but isn't terse like, kind of rude yeah like right a connotation yeah concise ah concise. we're never concise, concise is such yeah concise it just perfectly encapsulates what it means like the sound i feel like it should it. be a shorter word though yeah it should maybe. be just con. <laughs> or like yonk or something yeah. it's not quite yonk <laughs> um so yes. so you would perhaps say goodbye to concise. No, I like the word concise. It makes you sound smart, but yes. um, I feel Better like it's than not short-winded. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I don't think so. Short-winded has got a nice uh, folksy kind of air about it. Yeah. Um, 
people are going to come away from this podcast like, wow, that Noel, she really doesn't know her words. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I like omit half of my words <laughs> when I'm speaking. Um, you don't realize, though, like how often you use the adverb decently until <laughs> you have a podcast <laughs> yeah. decently recently and decently rapidly uh, <laughs> you know they've always or um there's always been an r following them where yeah yeah it's just the dr yeah, I, I really think that going to college to study computer science mm -hmm. like just my vocabulary and my ability to write just plummeted really like, is it because yeah. you had to like fill your brain with other sorts of nomenclature and shorthand I have no stuff idea. i have no idea why it happened it just i i'm so bad at it so yeah. welcome you're not you're not bad as far as i know but i'm not my podcast yeah <laughs> aren't you glad to be here <laughs> self-proclaimed bad at speaking yeah yeah um okay on to the review um yes, please. <laughs> so um i want to know what your opinion is of hello fresh and i guess more broadly meal like oh. prep delivery service kits oh um it's okay. Um, I have only tried HelloFresh is the reason. We did, you I guys did Sunbasket too, though, didn't you? No, we gifted that to someone. Oh, I, I thought you guys did it also. I don't think we did. Oh. Perhaps um, we did. But we also did the... What's it called? I'm having a hard time recalling what it's called, but it's basically just... They do, it's not meals or anything. It's just like a bunch Hungaroo, of... Green Chef? It's a bunch of, no, it's like just oh, a bunch of vegetables. Oh, Yeah, it's just uh, the produce. Miss Happen produce. Yeah, it's it the... Misfit market. Yes, yeah. And so it's just yeah. like kind of lumpy stuff that people don't mm -hmm. pick out, but it's still good produce yeah. um, that you get discounted. And it was pretty good. And it was fun, like, getting stuff that we don't normally get in our supermarkets around here. Yeah. Like, I got some golden beets mm -hmm. um, and some other fun stuff, different varieties of kale that were nice. Yeah. Um... I, uh, they're fun. I like the novelty of them. Um, but I liked to cook from scratch before getting them. Yes. So I felt, and it's, it's fun to like learn these other things and then like have another place to like build off of, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, that's a cool thing to do. There were yeah. some things that I didn't like, like I didn't like their approach to some, I think, I think it was like the enchiladas or something. Like I, when I'm cooking Mexican food, I try to be as close to traditional and they did some sort of, I don't know, we'll call it gringo bastardization. Mm -hmm. I mean, fine, like fusion and food is perfectly yeah. You know, fine. I'm I'm okay with uh, you know, the melding of different ideas in cuisine. Mm -hmm. Um not to backtrack to the whole bon appetit reply all fiasco, but you know, that was a big problem is that they were Obviously. not giving, you know, the proper voice to these traditional cuisines and, mm -hmm. you know, people of color, whatever. Hello, Abbas, he agrees. Um <laughs> fascinated I, by the courts. <laughs> yes. They're fascinating. Um, I think, I, I mean, like, they're pretty good. I I think I was just being a little snobbish when I looked at the recipe. And I was like, mm, yeah, you could, you could do this better. But I know that they're trying to get a certain price point and have, you know, they're trying to make money. Um, and they're also, you know, it's a service and they're not, it's not like, 
you're not getting the same deal you would as if you just went to the grocery store yourself, obviously they're doing totally. a little bit more or like reading a recipe. Yeah. Um, they and, put and in it, some effort and you pay for that. Right. And that's fine. I'm fine with that. It's, it's cheaper a service than going to a restaurant or you know. certainly. And it's more, you know, you, you get to learn maybe something that you wouldn't like uh, a revelation that they sent us was um, using grilling cheese, like Halloumi or there's mm-hmm. other versions of that from different parts of the world yeah. um, that I cannot pronounce. Um, but that was a fucking amazing. There was this good one from HelloFresh that had this um, chimichanga and like, I think butternut squash and red onion mm-hmm. that you would um, roast and then you put um, avocado on there and with this chimichurri and the grilled cheese and it's quite good. And mm-hmm. that's like one that we have gone back to more than any of the others. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say at the time that we were doing it, we were getting um, exclusively vegetarian cuisine yeah. and I... F- felt pretty disappointed after about two weeks because mm-hmm. it seemed like, oh, this is the same kind of flavor profile. Awesome. They just keep doing the same thing over, but kind of yeah. rearranging it. And again, I guess it, from the standpoint of you're trying to mass produce these things, um, you're probably trying to limit the amount of overhead you have with intaking materials. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be the same kind of similar things and Not just sort of rearrange them. Yeah. yeah. But it's fun. I don't know. It's it's kind of a mixed bag. Like I, we don't have it anymore. We yeah. don't subscribe to either of them. I would say I like the Misfit Market uh, more because it had a it was it was more of a surprise and yeah. it was. You just get this produce and then you have to yeah. search out a, a recipe mm-hmm. to use that. In yeah, I like that kind of I like that kind of adventure more than, you know, yeah. them telling me how to make enchiladas in an inferior way. Totally. Um, you know, and that's not I, their fault. You know, yeah. they didn't know that I like to make things a certain way. Totally. Yeah. I think I express like quite a bit of my creativity in my cooking. Um, mm-hmm. And or like it is a place that I. You are an exceptional cook. I that's like very kind of you to say I am OK at cooking. Like <laughs> you are also an exceptional cook. But Oh, thank you. Um, I will accept that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not always I make some fucking blunders and you can ask my wife does, about that I yeah think. um like I don't know cooking is a lot of trial and error um mm-hmm. yeah but it is like one place where I like pretty confidently feel like I can mess around and usually make something decent you know like mm-hmm. um anyways so I, I think I have the same kind of complaints as you I think we initially got it um, because we were wanting to kind of like try some new recipes and see if, um, I don't know, just we're feeling kind of like a lack of inspiration and in what to make. And so we're hoping. Yeah, you get getting ruts. Yeah, we're hoping yeah. that it would like reinvigorate our cooking. And well, it's um, not always easy, too, I guess, is uh, another thing is that it's kind of hard sometimes, like you're done day of work, you know, yeah. like you only have so much time yeah. to, yeah, make whatever. So, yeah. um, I. I would say that I'm a pretty experienced cook. And so a lot of times the HelloFresh recipes felt a little bit like basic to me. Mm -hmm. And we also got the, um, I mean, it's nice to have it be like widely, um, 
like friendly to cooks of all different levels, you know, mm-hmm. but they have um, ones that are like, you can adjust too, right. To your, yeah, I think level. so. I don't think it's hello level. fresh, but it's like, like green one chef of them. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Something has. Yeah. Um, anyways, I, I think I would be open to trying another service similar to it again. Like I didn't have a bad experience, but my biggest complaint with them is that we were also on the vegetarian plan and it did feel very uh, repet like mm-hmm. it's pretty I, monotonous i did not have any meal that i like we did not get the halloumi chimchurri recipe um mm-hmm. in ours i did not have any meal that i felt like wow this is delicious i want to add it to my repertoire mm-hmm. um which is the reason that I originally got it. Um, I think it does make it convenient. Um, We had a pretty key ingredient missing one time, which was um, difficult to, I mean, that's crucial. Yeah. Made the recipe kind of bummer. They credited us. And so like they dealt with it nicely, but it, it still, uh, like their customer service was great, but, um, yeah. Mm. Anyways, I, oh, the other complaint I have, which is totally not their fault, but I hate mushrooms and Mm. that is like a pretty key, like a lot of people think that that is the thing that you should have if you are vegetarian. Um, and so that made some of the recipes. I mean, I agree with them. You should eat a lot of mushrooms, but if you don't like them, that sucks. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I, uh, I do think the convenience and I think if I were a less experienced cook or perhaps was choosing a different, um, like, I don't know, diet, is that the right word? Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, like if I was eating meat, um, perhaps it would be better, but it was a bit more varied. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe there's other, I mean, I guess this isn't really a review of all of the subscription food box services. It's pretty much just HelloFresh, which I, I would say that I did not appreciate their, after we left them, their hard sell campaign was real fucking annoying. So annoying. that turns me off a lot more after the fact. Like they could just be cool. I know that there's, they must have done some sort of testing where like, or somebody selling them thing. on this idea, yeah, of yeah, try and sell people again on it. But like, I don't know. It was okay. Uh, if you don't aren't you you're not really confident cooking, I would say give it a try. Um, yeah, it was incredibly difficult. Now that you're saying that, it was incredibly difficult to cancel with them. Mm-hmm. And also, there was a weird thing where like we got um, like a deal for however many boxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what we did, too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then because the one box they like credited us or something, I don't know, it ended mm-hmm. up being that we like had to pay. We like had to continue it on beyond the like trial or something because they messed up the one box it was their customer service was actually quite frustrating now that oh wow we're we're talking ourselves into a good buy (laughs) to hello fresh it i mean it was always going to be a good buy to me yeah um for hello fresh but it was not the idea of it i think is cool Mm. um and so Mm -hmm. i would definitely try other other ones yeah meal delivery prep service yeah yeah 
I, I think I would too. I, yeah, because you're right. It The idea of like broadening your repertoire as far as like different things you've never tried. But the thing is too, there's always recipe books. <laughs> like, totally, there are. Are we just too lazy to go to the grocery yeah, store? I don't know, man. I mean, there's recipe books and there's Instacart, you know, yes. or like you could, you know. Sometimes ask it's hard go. though. Like they don't have, like the grocery store doesn't have necessarily the like items that you could be sent in a we meal prep box probably should talk about the extra waste though that is involved oh my in gosh that was yes i can't yeah. believe i forgot that yes well wow, I, I was really like iffy on it like i was kind of leaning both ways like a two feet on each the amount side of, the of packaging is yeah i'm like almost very much a goodbye yeah that's true it's the lol dolls of food it really is yeah, yeah. It was every what every if dolls thing are edible? is. Oh my god! Little, animal, <laughs> little meat dumplings that are just yeah cute yeah. Every um, single thing is individually packaged and mm-hmm. it's not huge quantities. It's not like a lot. I no. mean, they make extra and they point out that we gave you extra cumin, but like yeah, it's not but so much also, so that I've stocked my pantry. No, dummies. I can't make and, another meal with this. Like we had like the four person and I assume you guys mm-hmm. had the two person mm-hmm. and four with people the, in our house. yeah, with the four person, they would some like a lot of the things were packaged. Like they just gave you double what the two people would get. And so like, mm. if you get a tiny bottle of capers, you actually get two like tiny bottles. Right. Of capers. And so, um, and that, again, on their end, as far as like supplying it, that probably makes more sense, right? It does. Just do yeah. the one thing that you can do it quickly, but it sucks as far as, yeah. As the end consumer, it feels like this is a lot of packaging mm-hmm. that a I lot am of trash. out for. Be- like, honestly, more, yeah. more packaging than if you were to go and like get takeout from a restaurant mm-hmm. and certainly and a lot more bags if you went grocery shopping yeah yeah like yeah the carbon yeah. footprint of that whole endeavor would be large yeah yeah um so yeah i yeah i agree i think it's a good buy get yeah. out of here mm-hmm. though i would say the caveat being um listener if you are not comfortable cooking mm-hmm. I would say give it a whirl. Definitely give it a whirl. I think it it's would make you a good feel more booster. comfortable. Yeah. Or yeah. if, again, you're in a rut and you feel like don't oh, – because, I mean, there's – Yeah. Honestly, opening a recipe book, there can be some intimidation or, like, totally. some fatigue about it. You know, like, oh, they did I have find like the damn good thing. instructions. Like, okay, you, like, this is what this chop means, you know, and mm-hmm. – Yeah, like, and they had some video instructions too, right? Or Yeah. I, I do that. think the convenience of it too is, like – like if you were like having a really busy week or something, it sure. would be nice to be able to have like a home cooked meal that mm-hmm. you didn't have to go to the grocery store for. And you didn't really have to put much thought into what that meal was going to be. Like someone mm-hmm. else decided do it, it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there are mean, good aspects to it, but I, yeah, personally I would say for what's going on. I don't think I would ever do uh, any meal prep service long term, mm-hmm. I think that it would be it could be beneficial to me to try. I think I will try more in the future, probably despite mm-hmm. it having such a big. Um, like Which waste. ones are you more attracted to? You know, 
I am attracted to Green Chef, but also there's like a hunger root one that I've looked at or the one that you mentioned earlier. I think, I mean, I haven't really looked into them, but I would want ones that were more like higher level. Yeah, higher level complexity of cooking. And also I would want ones that specifically like touted um, like different uh like diet like mm. compliance um mm-hmm. i would i would want one like diet uh, for compliance. myself <laughs> yeah for myself <laughs> i would want one that um had uh, like didn't treat vegetarianism as like an afterthought and like right um, yeah you you don't have the normal protein so use this protein like i I, there's a lot of ways to be inventive with vegetarian cooking and i feel like HelloFresh didn't do a great job of being inventive with it it was like Mm -hmm. just omitting the meat Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah ones yeah a higher level cooking and a more diversity in vegetarian meals. That's what okay. I would be looking yeah. for. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. HelloFresh is a good buy for me though. Yeah. Personally as well. It yeah, was fun I'm to do it. I did like the Halloween. I would, you know, credit where credit's due. Yeah. It was fun for a minute, but yeah, doing it for long-term Mm-hmm. absolutely correct is unsustainable for a lot of yeah. reasons and yep. probably sucks for their model. I mean, because that they that's probably why they have such a hardcore sign you back stay up kind us. of model. Yeah. yeah. Because people probably don't stay on for very long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people yeah. must though. They're still in yeah. business and there's, there's a probably. lot of different meal service yeah. things. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. do you have anything else for us, Chris? Or let me Well, you know what? I need to get new shoes soon. Like new Ooh. runners. Yeah. So, and I liked the New Balance ones. I forget mm-hmm. what style, but they're like an ex, like a wide foot. Yeah. Um, and they're comfy. Mm-hmm. I read something. I mean, this is not really like New Balance's position, but I read a bunch of bullshit about white nationalists trying to co-op different things as like milk is the drink of white nationalism or something Ooh. like that. And they tried okay. to claim new balance and Jesus. like all a bunch of other dumb stuff. And mm-hmm. so that made me a little wary because I know that there's like, I don't, you don't know. want to like, like accidentally be signaling something yeah. like that. To I got to stop <laughs> chugging milk when my new balance is out in the middle of the street. You know, yeah. people giving that me habit weird, really yeah. needs to stop. Yeah. Weird high fives from a distance. Um, <laughs> saying hello to people in weird, very diagonally straight yeah. armed ways. I don't like yeah. it. No, um, not good. But yeah, I I like the New Balance shoes. I mm-hmm. uh, also had the, never knew how to pronounce this, the Sconey? Sconey? Oh, yeah. I don't know how to Sconey? say it either. In my mind, um, it's Sconey or something. Yeah, right? Like yeah, like yeah, Sockney. Sockney or something. But it's yeah. like S-C or something, right? O-N-E-Y? Well, I, I think know. it's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y. Oh. Okay. We are probably just spouting lies. Man. We're just lying. All our, yeah. Um, and then the other ones before I had those are were Brooke. No, they weren't Brooks. Where were I got it, Chris. S-A-U-C-O-N-Y. Okay. Good job. You did it right. No idea how to pronounce it still. Yeah. Yeah. Sausony? Who knows? Anyway. Had Brooks as well. Yeah. All fine. All good. The Brooks, I would say, were the Brooks and the New Balances, I were fit my foot the best. 
Um, both goodbyes. They were both I got on a discount, so yeah. Also a goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you are a running person, and I so I guess I wanted to ask you your opinions on good running shoes. You know, my dad's going to be upset at me. Um, (laughs) I currently have ultras and my dad is wildly passionate about ultras being the only running shoe for him. Mm. Um, Wait, doesn't he have some like big thick boys too? He has had some hokas, but they have just pretty much been... um, like work shoes, shoes that mm. wore to work. Gotcha. Which my dad's not like wearing dorky tennis shoes to work. Right. Like if you're just like if you Googled what hokas look like and you aren't my mom, uh, then <laughs> Charlie, you, Google this. <laughs> you would think that like my dad is wearing like a huge platform, vibrantly colored sneakers to work, but they were like <laughs> They were like a, a trail shoe. Anyway, right. he, he's not looking like a dork on his way right. to work. Yeah. Um, my dad, like, live and dies by ultra shoes. He loves them. What like, What is what is the big draw there for that shoe? Why is that? The, the big draw is the wide toe box. Um, oh, okay. That may be up my alley then. Yes. I have had Brooks and Ultras when I have like more seriously been into running. Mm -hmm. I previous to that pretty much had hand-me-downs from my mom because Mm. she would buy running shoes and then end up that they weren't good for her. And so Mm -hmm. I would take them because we have the same size foot. Oh, (laughs) Um, okay. Do you have like the same kind of dimensions though? Because I know like that can oh. vary. Like my foot is a wide foot. Like, so narrow, like I Nikes most of the time do not work on my feet yeah. because they're for whatever reason, more narrow. Now that I am like actually a person who runs on a regular basis, mm-hmm. my mom will say that a shoe is comfortable. I will try it on and it is the least comfortable thing for me. Mm. And the same is true for her. She like, my shoes are terribly uncomfortable to her. So maybe you've got um, more of your dad's foot. I think I do. I have mm. pretty wide feet, which is okay. why I think the Brooks were successful yeah. and the ultras are successful. I um, have recently been like having a problem with my like arches hurting. And I don't think it's mm. like a stretching issue. It's like the whole arch area hurts like top and bottom, like just kind of, I don't know. It's strange. And I don't think it should be like needing new shoes because I've only had these shoes for like six months probably. Um, but I, the reason my dad is going to be upset is that I cannot fully endorse the ultras because of my arch hurting, but oh. I don't know that it is due to the ultras because mm. initially they did it might be very running. nice on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the running, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I would recommend trying the ultras. Their claim to fame is kind of like a, a wide toe box. And okay. yeah. I, I I would I would try them. My dad feels very strongly affiliated to that brand, and I feel like it's pretty key for you to like physically try the shoe on in okay. order to tell. Like I have never felt like I can buy this brand of shoe and it's going to be good. Um, I always, always have to try the shoe on. So I don't. Would that way for 
um, when I was a skateboarding lad in my yeah. youth. I could buy yeah. well, pretty much anything that Keith Keith Huffnigel would wear. Like mm-hmm. for whatever reason, his foot and my foot were like the same foot. Just like he had this DVS shoe. Uh-huh. It was my favorite skate shoe back in mm-hmm. the early aughts, late nineties. Like that's great. Hands down. You need to find another Keith. Oh, he's got his know. own. Uh, he's got his own company now. I have not bought. Does he make any. running shoes. No, he makes skate shoes. Maybe he makes running oh. shoes, but he makes skateboarding mm-hmm. shoes. And that that man's Ollie is. Chef's kiss. Oh, um, brilliant. Yeah. But I, so I'm kind of on the, the hunt. I, I will try them out, I guess. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite running shoe thus far? Is it the Ultra or is it? Um, I don't know. I, I guess probably. I mean, my, my Brooks ones are really like beat. I wore them for a long time. They mm-hmm. are great. Um, definitely more miles have been put in on the Brooks than the Ultras so far. Um, Both, I would say, were good, like, successes. Um, Mm -hmm. My requirement is I need a decent amount of arch support. I need a fairly wide toe box. And I refuse to buy tennis shoes that don't have um, good traction, like, that I could hike in them and, like... I don't buy Nikes because they are just like, Mm -hmm. even the ones that claim to like be more traction are just like slick. Right. Well on dusty, like just, yeah. Like loose dirt, nothing. Yeah. Unless you've got a good, you've got a good tread on them. Yeah. I, I prefer to buy trail running shoes despite Idaho falls, not having any trails to run on. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Hopefully that will change. Yeah. Um, Or semi trails. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Well, thanks. That has been educational. And yeah. How about you? The Brooks, probably. I like the New Balance, but the Brooks. Um, the Brooks, the clouds. The clouds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were really good. Um, but yeah. they, yeah, they. I wore them Mostly too much. It was so fun for me to see you and Theo just like freak out over them. Like they ecstasy. like at that point, absolutely the most comfortable shoe I've ever had in my life. And it sounds like you should get another pair of Brooks. I really should. The thing was, is it was such a good deal when I got them. And I think I've looked. Now it's hard to. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, and also like, I don't, they are expensive. Um, And that, I mean, they lasted long enough, I guess, but they would not be good trail running. Like yeah. they were that same kind of slick, like not too much tread, but more like just the goopy. I mean, not goopy, yeah, like but blocks. like spongy. Yeah, spongy bottom kind of thing. Yeah. Um, SpongeBob, Sponge Bottom. <laughs> sponge Bottom Blobs. Yeah, Sponge Bottom Blobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but they were they were a great shoe for running and yeah. just like casual kind of around Idaho Falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the New Balances are pretty good. Um, they're like a comfortable, like good all around shoe. Um, I did not actually do a lot of running in them. Um, just because I kind of, well, I guess your mom got them for me at a sale at Kohl's and it was like mm, winter already maybe or yeah. like, and so, but they're, they're good all around shoe. They're just getting a little beat up because they're mm-hmm. kind of my all around. Yeah. yeah take the dog day, out. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, yeah. Running shoes in general. I yeah. are a good buy in my yeah. opinion. Having yeah. like a, a good solid pair of shoes is something that makes me kind of stupidly happy. Like it, mm. it's nice to just put yeah. a pair of shoes on and feel like, ah, oh, 
Yeah. It's a good shoe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can do anything in this. Yeah. Yeah. My main complaint with the ultras is that they look dorky. Oh, okay. Like you look like a goofball in them. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. I've got no qualms about that because I'm pretty much a dork anyway. I mean, I um, am too. I am embracing the goof, but the wide toe box is kind of comically wide. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it is, it is good for the wide feet. So yeah. Okay. Running That's shoes good to know. High. Okay. Excellent. You'll have, to, well, you'll have to let us know what, what you I, purchase and whether I, you enjoy it. I'll probably put it off for a while. I mean, until things thaw <laughs> out a little bit more and I can actually go running, yeah. you know, I mean, you can run year round, Chris. You can. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you and Chloe do. You, you, you guys have us. been troopers. I can't though. Cause I've got a baby that I sleeps. I mean, she's not a baby anymore, yeah. but somebody, I mean, I guess the dog could watch her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it and, is pretty key having a person that I am meeting that does not live in the same house as me that I go right. with. I right. don't think I would motivate myself to get up at six right. 30 every morning. If there wasn't another human being depending on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Well, good episode, Noel. Yeah. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.